You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week, we are joined by special guests, Derek Miner and Matt Sweatman. How's it going, guys? Hello. Hey, Monkey fans. So recently, we all went to the kickoff of Mickey Dolan's new show where he Mickey Dolan celebrates the Monkeys headquarters tour. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were all at the kickoff Orlando show. So we were going to chat a bit about it and tell our opinions, which Mm -hmm. are mostly... Uh, mostly all positive because <laughs> Mickey's amazing. Oh, you're no, I hated it. You're deciding that up front. <laughs> yes. This is a warning to everybody. This is an all biased show. <laughs> but first, Chuck, what's happening in the world of the monkeys? Well, the big news right now is that the monkeys are on a new TV channel. Access TV is going to be playing the monkeys Fridays at 830. And as you're hearing this, when the episode is coming out, it just started this past Friday. So you have time to to stay caught up and, and watch along with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yay. Does anybody get Access TV? We I do. have no idea. Yeah, we do. We get yeah. it on our sling. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I have the DVR set and it looks like they will be starting Friday with Royal Flush. So they okay. may be airing them in air order awesome cool. well if you yeah. if you if you're watching it for the first time or the first time in a long time and you haven't heard our episodes talking about those episodes we've got uh the first five or six episodes that we've already recorded talking about the episodes of the monkeys in order so go back and check those out yeah, yeah. absolutely i'm interested to see which songs they'll be playing hmm. along with the episodes oh that's a good good thought yes Oh, so you don't think it'll be the, the original network broadcast? I, I hope it will be because yeah. those tend to go along better with songs. <laughs> it would be super cool if it was just like a random missing one from like a 70s rerun. Like like Derek would be punching the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to deflate anybody, but I, I, I have a feeling these are the uh, HD remasters they're going to be showing. So I would I, I would probably guarantee they're going to be exactly as they appear on the Blu-rays. Yeah. Yeah. That's my expectation. Yeah. But it should be fun. And I think it's fun just for monkeys fans to have a chance to start over again and watch them at the same time. I mean, we've all seen these episodes. Um, or I guess largely we've seen these episodes. Some people, I guess, haven't, but um, it's different from like, oh, I've seen that. Oh, I remember that to everyone watch it on Friday. And then we can <laughs> talk about it and tweet about it and things like that. So I think yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. It's something that fans have been definitely asking for. I'm sure you've had conversations with other people that are like, why? Well, especially since you, I had, you had me on to talk about the missing songs from the episodes, and, mm-hmm. but people would always in parallel say like, why isn't it on any streaming service or any cable station? Right. And, and mm-hmm. here it is. Right. Just as, yep. as they asked for. That's right. Yep. All right. And then the other big piece of monkeys news right now is actually coming from you, Derek, your, your monkeys headquarters booklet is, um, I mean, it's almost ready, or it's it's ready, and you're t- you're you're t- you're taking surveys. What's cool? What's going on with it? <laughs> What's going on? I, I'm collecting uh, information from people who want to order them, uh, and uh, thank you guys. I, I was able to when we talked uh, at the end of the year last year. I, I brought. I thought that we'd have this out a little sooner, but so I was telling you guys in December that it was going to be all ready very soon. Um, but they, but now here in April, they are printed. 
I have them ready to go. And what I was collecting was uh, using a survey monkey survey. <laughs> we, uh, uh, we're collecting information for people who want to buy the booklets. Uh, so I can uh, check uh, for shipping costs to uh, other areas outside the USA where I am. Uh, and so if you're interested in that, uh, you can find the announcements about it at our Facebook group, Mixing Links, The Monkeys on Disc. And there's a link in that the link to the Survey Monkey uh, poll is in there where you can put in your information. Uh, it, it's also uh, the link should be available. Also, actually, uh, Monkeys Live Almanac posted a, a piece on it, so you can check the recent posts on Monkeys Live Almanac for uh, an announcement of our booklet and uh, find the link to the survey there as well. Awesome. And for folks who didn't hear the last episode or maybe may not be familiar with it, what exactly is the booklet? So we have a uh, example of what uh, Craig Smith and I are working on as a discography. So this is kind of like an excerpt of what that full full project would be. And it's just a headquarters mixography. And it was kind of spurred on by the recent release of the box set. Uh, so we gathered together all the information on the various songs that were recorded from January to March of 1967. And that even includes uh, a few things uh, beyond the scope of necessarily the headquarters album, such we have a page dedicated to their uh, concert that was filmed for uh, the Monkees on Tour episode as well. Mm. Uh, so it does cover, it covers a little bit of everything that was recorded, uh, that part of the, of 1967. And we list, uh, all the variations of songs. We don't list every place you can find those variations, but we try to give you a couple of the major uh, sources so that you, especially when there are sources where you can just gather most of the stuff together. Like uh, if you got the, a lot of things you're obviously going to find on a release, like the 2007 headquarters double CD or something like that. Um, so that that book is going to list all the songs and we've got some mixed notes in there for every song on the album so we are gonna, we break down uh as much as we know about how the song was put together and how to tell the difference between the different versions of them uh since headquarters uh has been remixed in full at least twice in 1989 and now in 2022 uh, for the new set uh every song on the album has at least four mixes because of the mono and stereo from the original album plus mm -hmm. those extra two and then some even have others uh, further ones so we break down how to tell those all apart and what the differences are so yeah. uh we, we we like it as a good little companion to the current uh the box set and uh now that the tour is out there the tour as well <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. and if you have that box set i mean elaine has tested this the booklet fits inside <laughs> perfect yeah yeah Yep, and we made it in seven, seven and a quarter by seven and a quarter, so it would be the same size as the booklets and all of those super deluxe editions. Awesome, yeah, we we've got a chance to see it, and it's super cool. So if yes. you've not checked that out, definitely go to the mixing links and um, jump on that survey because you won't want to miss out on this. Thank you. Yeah, and that's what's happening in the world of the monkeys. All right, we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the kickoff of the Mickey Dolan Celebrates the Monkeys headquarters tour. So stay right there. We're going to take an intermission. We'll be back in a few minutes. Don't go away. Don't change that channel. <laughs> 
You know what now is a great time for? A promo for Soul Forge Podcast. We talk about love. Loss. Tattoos. Sex. Dating. Stupid things we do for love. Pop culture. Mental health. We've had author interviews. Adventures. And shenanigans. What? Soul Forge Podcast. Where? We're everywhere. Soul Forge Podcast. Subscribe today. Forge your soul. Hey, hey, everyone, this is Monkey from the YouTube channel Cutout Bin, and I need your help. In 1967, the Monkees won control of their musical destiny, but did you know they replaced some of the songs in their show with newer ones as well? And in 1969, when the Monkees were swinging over to CBS Saturday mornings, they wanted a more contemporary sound, resulting in more songs being swapped for new ones. Unfortunately, many of these versions were never shown again and are considered lost media. But Monkees fans never give up. We're calling on anyone who may have tape-recorded episodes or even collected film prints. We know some of these episodes were seen in the United Kingdom and Japan. They could be in other countries as well. Do you remember any of these songs from episodes of the Monkees? Bye bye, baby bye bye, don't wonder, make you cry. If I only listen to the band, if you have the time, would you keep me in mind? Well, then email us at lostmonkeys at gmail.com. That's L-O-S-T-M-O-N-K-E-E-S at gmail.com. Thank you! Thank you very much. Welcome to a celebration of the monkeys by yours truly, Mickey Dolans. You're going to hear a lot of incredible music by a lot of incredible songwriters by... And great videos that have been produced by Mr. Andrew Sandoval. Woo! And, of course, we're going to celebrate the incredible Mr. Michael Nesmith, Peter Tork, and Peggy Jones. All right, welcome back. So, concert, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all had the chance to meet up in Orlando and go to the concert together, and it was a blast. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. I'd do it again if I could. <laughs> <laughs> if he was in like a 500 mile radius. <laughs> right. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too bad you had to go in the other direction. You could have gone down to Clearwater for the second half. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I wish the Clearwater in Orlando would flip and then we could have just stopped on the way and then we could have justified it as being we're still on the way home. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you guys were on the Firepower Cruise, uh, I don't know if you had any interesting uh, no- notes about uh, what Mickey does differently in his show, uh, which I've, I think I've heard that the Flower the Firepower Cruise is kind of more like his regular set list that he does mm-hmm. outside yeah. of the Andrew Sandoval tours. If you had any thoughts on how to compare those different shows. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a whole separate thing on our Firepower Cruise experiences. But um, in brief, I would say that he sang way more monkey songs um, yeah. on the headquarters <laughs> tour because I mean, there was a lot of like Beatles songs, you know, some Jimi Hendrix. If you've seen a Mickey Dolan show, you sort of know what to expect, but there were some Beatles songs that I don't think I had heard him sing before. There were some really interesting song selections. I was really pleased as he was going along on the flower power cruise. Cause I was like, Oh, I was expecting this to be like a shorter version of the headquarters tour, but it's not. Yeah. Cause that's so what he did on the beach boys cruise is he did a shorter version of Mickey Dolan celebrates the monkeys. Yeah. And he was about to kick off as well, right right after the Beach Boys. Cruise. Right, so that's mm-hmm. kind of what we expected. So we were really pleased to see an entirely different Mickey Dolan show. Yeah, uh, the same week. 
but it, it was good. And um, a person who wasn't a big monkeys fan who just went to see Mickey Dolan's might've been surprised on the flower power cruise that he sang so few. I mean, there were, there were <laughs> monkey songs. He, he got the big ones in there, mm-hmm. but um, maybe he's sitting there wondering like, why is he singing this? Uh, but we know, we know. And he did a good job of telling the story of why he would be singing Johnny be good and so forth. Yeah. So where do we want to start with the headquarters tour? Do we want to start with first impressions? Do we want to start with complaints, criticism? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have one, I have one complaint and that's that all the merch was not there. Mm. And I'm very disappointed yeah. that I made sure I was at the first show. It, not at all because it was happened to be on the way home from the flower power cruise um, <laughs> and all the merch wasn't there. So I don't get the opportunity to get all the merch. I feel like I those of us that were at the first two shows that didn't get a chance to see the merch should have an opportunity to order it online for free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Did we get an announcement on what what else is there? I know I'd heard that there was going to be some more merch after the third show. Or I or haven't the... seen anything yet. Okay, no. I, ha- I haven't. So either. there may be a, an addendum to that added, and <laughs> if we get that, and I'm sure it has to do with logistical things. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. either it wasn't. Ooh there in time or yeah, they can only carry so much stuff along with them so they have to sell certain stuff first yeah i don't know or maybe they just want you to go to two shows so <laughs> i mean maybe we should just go to two shows i mean <laughs> 500 mile radius <laughs> if they add an atlanta show or i would say even a chattanooga or national yeah. show we'll, yeah. we'll be heading yeah, that way yeah, yeah anything yeah. in the southeast we will be there right yeah. As far as the merchandise goes, I, I uh, normally you guys, I joined you guys and uh, I, I don't know if this is your habit. You go, you went right for the merch line. First thing yes. you walked in the door. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. You got to be proud. So I, so I joined you and I, I usually I'm kind of thinking about it and probably I, I also don't like to, I don't want to pick up things and have to hold on to them during the show and stuff. But, you know, in recent years, like a lot of people are selling tote bags. So that does help. <laughs> right. uh, and, and the tote bag, they, I, I will say like the merch this time, I, I, I was happy. I went first. It's nice stuff. I got a nice tote bag. They have a black tote uh, that has the cover of headquarters just the part of the guys over a uh red and blue headquarters kind of like a grid of the word headquarters over and over again on a black mm. tote nice soft uh tote bag handles I, I i it was like i picked that up and i was like oh geez you know most tote bags they sell aren't they don't have nice soft handles like this i was really i was really it was, happy with it that. was very sturdy we didn't get a tote because we're not really tote people but um elaine got one and then was kind enough to put our shirts in it during the show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not tote people but we will put our stuff in your tote yes. <laughs> well and I, I got the tote bag because i got one of each of the shirts so I don't want to stand around with shirts on my shoulders or tucked in my pocket. So it right. got put in a bag and it made for easy holding and made for easy transfer to Matt, which we may tell that story later on. Yes, <laughs> I was about to say, there's a reason for having a bag. Yeah, this is foreshadowing. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, we, st- we stuck with t-shirts. I got the headquarters tour shirt, uh, which is, I mean, it's pretty standard. It looks almost just like the last, tour shirt i got from the monkeys yep uh, but it's got you know specific to this tour with the tour dates on the back which i like to have especially when i'm at yep. the first one and i can say hey i was at that one and i could reach it going over my shoulder so um <laughs> I, I will say the the three or four dates they added are not on there mm. 
So yeah. I think yeah. like there was a, an Ohio date or two that someone mentioned that was not on there because I'm assuming this went to the printer long before they added those. Sure, like, yeah. Probably this went to the printer as soon as they confirmed the first round of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll <laughs> anything. They're not going to go back to the printer to add. Yeah. Hey, could you squeeze in a couple of names on this shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and what did you get, Veronica? Um, I got a Zilch shirt. It's a white shirt and has the Zilch design on it. And you guys can't see, but Elaine happens to be currently wearing it as we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's fantastic. It's a little groovy. Yeah. You know, a little bit of a little psychedelic. And it has that sort of uh, Western looking. I forget the name of the font they use for the headquarters font, but it has that similar sort of look to the oh, font. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I had yeah. to look down and look at it. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I use it on the booklet. I should know what it's called, but I can't write. <laughs> I have it on my computer, and I also don't remember what it's called. I'll probably use it on the cover for this for this episode, actually. <laughs> but yeah, our habit is to get through the line as quickly as possible, get through the merch line as quickly as possible, get through the drink line as quickly as possible, and then um, hit the bathrooms and then take our seats, and yep. then we're yeah. and then we're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll also praise this Zilch shirt. If you guys make it to any of these shows, buy, buy one of these Zilch shirts. They are really cool. I mean, maybe white shirts aren't the best always. This might have been cool on like a gray or something like that. But uh, the design, I just saw it and immediately said, I'm buying that shirt. It's like a <laughs> kind of like a uh, stained glass, round stained yeah, glass. Yeah, mosaic. Yeah. With, yeah. with Zilch on it. And uh, I, that is really cool for this particular tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they also have a, I think they had a hoodie of it, it was in black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They also had, um, I don't know how many sets of it they have, but they have the headquarters Super Deluxe, mm-hmm. and they had some that were autographed by Mickey. Okay. Awesome. And I think that was all they had at our show. Yeah. I think yeah. it was yeah. pretty much tote bag, t-shirts, hoodie, and... Yeah, the super deluxe. Yeah. I don't think I saw anything mm-hmm. else. There may be mm-hmm. other, other like so they, like Derek said, other items are going to be added on later on. I think, but um, uh, I, I was pleased with what we got though. I, I was, and I mean, frankly, after coming off the the cruise and a week and a half of vacation, I was glad there wasn't more stuff there that I wanted to get. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to eat. <laughs> okay, well, moving on to the concert. Um, I mean, what did everybody think? It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Really good we, show. We were bookending the front row. Yes. <laughs> yes. We were the, the last two seats on one side of the front row, and me and Matt were the last two seats, and Derek, you were behind. Yep. Yeah. He, he was so he was into like, the aisle right next to us, and behind us was um, um, a couple of the folks that had been on the Flower Power cruise, and yes. we had been dance buddies. <laughs> Some so of your dancing buddies, yeah. We, I had dancing buddies that already knew me, and they're like, hey! And I don't think any of us knew each other's names. We're just like, hey! <laughs> yeah. We were on the fun side of yes. the concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I used to live in Orlando, but I used to live in Orlando, but I'd never been to this venue. So the Plaza Live, I was really happy with it because... Um, Instead of having a like flat front stage, it 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 had more of kind of like a a round. It was rounded, so mm-hmm. the center of the stage kind of projected out a little away away from the wings. So mm-hmm. if you're in the sides of the front row, you're not like getting blocked by a curtain or something like that. You you saw right. the stage really well from either side of the front row. So yeah. like the seats turned out to be amazingly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a small venue. I don't know how many seats there were, um, but also I really loved that there was free parking. 
Free parking <laughs> yes. is always yes. nice. Yes. And but free I, ample parking. Yes. 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 It used to be like a movie theater or something. So it looked like it was in a shopping center and it was just like shopping center parking spaces. It wasn't yeah. anything weird. So yeah. that was really nice. Yeah, I'm really pleased anytime you just drive to a venue and pull in their parking lot and park and get out and no one asks you for money and you're not wondering is this illegal? Is my car gonna be safe here for two hours? Uh, right. no, that was that was really nice. I appreciated the parking too. And like Derek said, I, I thought the, the seating was great. I could see really yeah. well. And um, you know, like you said, it was sort of curved, so you can see more of the audience, even which is fun for a show where people are getting into it because you can you can sort of feel more of that crowd reaction rather than having to turn around to see. If anyone else is liking the show. Yeah. I also right. liked that the um, ground was gently sloped. It mm -hmm. wasn't stairs. So it wasn't like yes. tiered or anything, mm -hmm. um, but it was still sloped enough where the seats that were behind us were high enough where unless someone was like super, super tall, <laughs> right. they weren't going to be blocking you. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I was pleased all around with the venue. I felt like they were having some technical problems. Did anybody else get that mm -hmm. impression? Right at the beginning. Yeah, it seemed like there was, I thought I heard someone say, I don't have any power. And there's a lot of scrambling around and swapping guitars and things yeah. that I picked up on as they were like, like, I think Amin like joined midway through <laughs> the first song, you know, like mm -hmm. having trouble with the first guitar. I thought there was, and then I felt like throughout the show that maybe Mickey's mic was a little low. Yeah, there were some things Ooh. where Mickey's mic was really low. I'm like, mm -hmm. he's obviously the main one singing and the others are background, mm -hmm. but I can't hear Mickey. Now, it could be that more of his vocal was coming out, say, through the through the left channel or something, and we were on the right yeah. hand side. We were pretty close to the right-hand side. So that could be, too. That was just my impression of this. I mean, it didn't really just, just detract from my enjoyment of the show at all. No. It was just something that I yeah. noticed. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if I heard him clearly or not, but I'm not the person to be asking whether <laughs> I heard him clearly or not. Yeah, I was going to say that it, it felt like when he when he reached into the like the powerful notes or the powerful words, I could hear him clearly. But the softer sections, I could I could barely hear him through the softer sections of the song. Mm. Yeah, it's like the mic wasn't picking up on those lighter notes, and they weren't turning up whatever they were supposed to on the quieter songs or something. But like I said, it's still a very fun show. Yes. I mean, I, it didn't oh, hurt yeah. my enjoyment at all. It just something that I noticed. And that was like my, my biggest criticism of the night. So I figured I would begin with that before I just rave about the show. Yeah. And, and, and I would say it, it's probably the kind of thing that you have to expect if it's the first mm -hmm. show of the tour, that there's right. going to be a little bit of awkwardness, like right off the bat. Cause I'm sure that they didn't like get to come. They probably came in and did a sound check, but they probably didn't like get all the equipment hooked up and run through enough songs that you really know that, everything is exactly as you need it it's like right just the <laughs> too bad tours don't have like a dress rehearsal right. <laughs> a day early, you know or something so that you can work out the kinks but i mean it's kind of yeah. tough mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and but, Bronca, you and i certainly have run into technical problems during a show that were unexpected <laughs> many times in our performing career so yeah, uh, like like where our audio cues where it's the entire bit is an audio cue and it's like a two minute bit. And after 30 seconds, it just stops. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> the puppets have to freeze in place. So yeah, I, I, I empathize with them. So I'm not, I hope no one listening to this takes this as a criticism. No, just no, no. Trying no. to give a rounded impression of the evening. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I'll go on past that, that like once the first couple of songs, like they worked out those kinks, it's like, the whole rest of the show and very particularly the second half of the part after the intermission 
uh, there was just so much energy in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was oh, like yeah. super yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we want to move on to some favorite favorite songs or favorite performances or things that stuck out to anybody. Um, I really enjoyed the pacing of the entire show mm-hmm. where they were interspersing um, videos. Mm-hmm. They would have like long video segments so Mickey could rest mm-hmm. between, between mm-hmm. songs. So yeah. he would do like two or three songs and then there'd be a long video segment that would be about Davey, about Peter, um, about Mike. Um, mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed those. There's even one about um, Mickey and it showed all their auditions, even the ones you don't um, see all the time. Like a lot of people haven't seen uh, Mickey or Peter's audition just Peter. because they weren't the ones on the um, yeah, it wasn't on the on pilot broadcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that I mean, he said at the top that they were also going to honor you know Mike, Davy, and Peter mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. throughout the night, and I thought they they did a really good job of honoring all four of them and the monkeys' mm-hmm. sort of history and legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things about the videos that I really enjoyed was that. You know, he was sort of stressing Frick for Peters, for instance, that he was very actually, you know, he was his nickname was the dummy. And he sort of told everybody's nickname as they were going along. Right. Um, but he was very intelligent and very musical and accomplished. And they really stressed on that. You had him playing Cripple Creek on the banjo. And then you had him playing, you know, was it is it Bach or Beethoven? I ever I always forget which on the electric organ. Um, and even like the folks sitting next to us when he was playing that organ segment from 33 and a third, I heard the lady go, wow. Which is yeah. nice, that, yeah. you know, because I'm I've seen that I don't know how many times, yeah. but it's 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 mm-hmm. nice for people in the audience to, to be learning new things about all four of them. Yeah, and it's a video clip that gets applause. It's like right. Peter's not yeah. even there. It's a video, yeah. and it gets applause. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And the video quality of the of the uh, of the bits they show was very high quality, very mm-hmm. not faded at all. I mean, it's like it's like a high it was like a high def TV behind them, and it really I really was impressed with that, mm-hmm. which was amazing because considering a lot of those were filmed in 1967. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, I don't remember. I the videos for Peter, Davy, and Mike were exactly the same as we're, we're on the last celebrates the monkeys tour, which we all saw. I saw with you guys in, in Nashville. I think the Mickey video was new. Am I wrong? Was that a new video? I think. I, I don't remember seeing that circus boy intro as part of the video yeah. on yeah. the last tour, but yeah, I think that they're using some of the footage from that. You know, as we know, Andrew Sandoval has been going through Mickey's archive and finding mm-hmm. not only photos and letters and things like that, but also film clips and things and converting them. So I think some of that was from that. Yeah, I think they added some stuff to the other guys as well, because there was some stuff in there that I didn't recognize. Okay. Um, but so that may be just am me I just, because I don't remember things. Yeah, it could just be that you didn't commit to memory. <laughs> <laughs> right. This was my first time seeing any of those clips because I was not at the Nashville show. So I had not seen any of those clips. Mm-hmm. And so I, I told Matt at the end, especially the one for Mike, and it may be because he's the one that passed the most recent. And mm-hmm. even though we knew he was sick, it still seemed really all of a sudden because he finished the tour. And then two weeks later, if she would 
gone. That one, I was trying so hard not just to sob in my seat. I don't know yeah. why, but it, that one. Yeah. They definitely, definitely, I think they definitely added more to Mike because there was a bit um, with Mickey and Mike singing at one of the last concerts yeah. that I do uh, not think was in okay. there before. I think that was definitely something that was added. It was, yeah. it was really, it was really lovely too. But yeah. I'm, I'm like tearing up a little bit just talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I agree with Derek. I think that the other three were the same ones that we'd seen before. But I mean, that, that's fine because it's not yeah. like you watch them all the time. Maybe you've seen it once, and like you're yeah. saying, you don't necessarily remember all of it. Um, mm-hmm. So it, I thought they were really well produced, and I thought they did a good job of honoring each of the four monkeys at this mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Want to move on to songs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like halfway through this concert discussion and haven't talked about the songs yet. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what jumped out at anybody? Anybody have one that was a particular favorite or was? I'll be back upon my feet. it's the one that if it stays in the rotation for the whole tour it's going to really like make some people happy and be a surprise yeah yeah i was um i was impressed by uh, about the reaction when the audience realized they were bringing out the kettle drum for randy's <laughs> yes um, and uh all that, 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 that it really uh get whipped everybody into a frenzy and of course yes. that's i know everybody was actually it being on headquarters i know everybody was uh expecting that one but it was still nice to see yeah, but you don't always get that because we just had seen him. We saw him twice on the Flower Power Cruise, and he did Randy Scout skit, and he didn't play the mm-hmm. kettle drum. So, yeah. but I, so just to paint the picture for everybody, he had just finished No Time, and or was it No Time he had just finished, or was it? Um, I got the list here. No, it was early, it morning, mo- early morning. Yeah, blues and greens. early morning blues and greens was after No Time, and they had just wrapping up early morning blues and greens, and someone comes out wheeling out the drum. And a and bunch of people started screaming like it was a performer coming out of the stage. Like the drum is a star that's coming out. <laughs> the drum is getting screaming girls. Because <laughs> uh, we were on the side of the stage where everybody entered and exited. And so I yeah. saw the drum coming out and I was like taking pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. yeah, I just got done dancing and it was I was hot because I was I was wearing my Mickey poncho and, and I'm dancing and so I was getting over here. I was like, <gasps> and I had taken the poncho off as soon as I saw that come on. I was like, oh, and I threw it back on. <laughs> now is not the time to take off I'm your sorry, poncho. Yeah. <laughs> Showtime. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was a big moment. I re- I really enjoyed early morning blues and greens. Mm-hmm. I like the arrangement. That song. It. it sounded a little I don't know a little funkier, a little groovier than yeah. than the album version. Uh, I I really like that performance of it. Yeah, well, you got the keyboard. You can get really mm-hmm. like the groovy, funky keyboard going in it. That's very like kind of psychedelic in its own sort of <laughs> right mellow yeah. way. I don't know. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This part of the the show is overall like uh, really interesting because it's they're doing headquarters in full from front to back, and it's kind of if it stays the same kind of order in the other the rest of the tour, it's like kind of like they they go through a few early songs and then you kind of just fold right into it. Before you know it, they're doing all of headquarters, mm-hmm. and um, you know they had to find some ways to kind of do some do something like I we. We, there's nobody on stage doing anything with band six or zilch yeah. uh, those are they put some video clips together just for those right uh yeah. but uh you know they're so it they they really make great use of mickey's band mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so when they came to do forget that girl uh we have uh amin zarukian singing on that one mm-hmm. uh and uh can't get her off my mind uh they have alex jules singing on that mm-hmm. right 
and they did fantastic. I, I loved mm-hmm. I, I loved uh, Amin's take on Forget That Girl. I just love that song in general. And uh, during that, during those parts of the show where Mickey is kind of singing backup vocals, they kind of do like this side stage trio thing where Mickey yeah. sits down between yeah. Amin and Alex, yeah. and uh, it's it's really cool. It's really compelling and kind of neat. You know, it's it it, it it it's kind of fun and gives a different vibe to that part of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I I was telling Veronica afterwards. I mean, and. I mean, and Alex are both obviously grown men, but the way he went over and sat down and he's so much older than they are, it had kind of a... Marie Von Trapp? Yeah, it's kind of a Marie Von Trapp kind of feel <laughs> oh, okay. They're, they're not children, but it had that sort of a feel where they're sort of the younger generation than he is. And he then he went and sat down amongst them and they were singing lead and a lot of it and he was singing backup or they were all singing in together. And I thought that was a, a really sweet, fun part of the show. Mm-hmm. They sounded all good together when they was mm-hmm. all singing together. So that was yeah. And those two have been singing back up for Mickey for ages. And uh, Alex has been uh, a lot of people have been like, oh, I hear DJ in the background, and that's that's always Alex. <laughs> <laughs> they both have very sort of high, pretty voices mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I don't know if this was just by design or by kind of accident, but like the backing vocals or the chorus, I should say of shades of gray was like really high i was mm. kind of shocked how high it sounded and i was kind of like oh interesting so and i couldn't tell if the high, if it was the high voice was alex or uh, amin and so it was just it was like i was watching i was like it's just interesting is it's like it was a it was a quality good i don't even know if it was a falsetto or a real a real high pitch someone mm. but it, I, I don't know <laughs> like what was going yeah. on with that one. It, it seemed like they were going a little fast and maybe a little high, but I don't know. And yeah. and it was a Mickey sang everybody's verses on that one. So he sang mm-hmm. Peter's verse. He sang, yeah.
Yeah. And I mean, I know that it's Mickey Dolan's and they're the backing band, but it, with those guys joining in on taking a couple of lead vocals, it made it ha- feel more like a band playing yeah, together right. yeah. rather than just Mickey Dolan's and backing band, which mm-hmm. I thought was nice. It, it felt, and, and even uh, well, some other things we'll talk about on um, instrumentally, I thought that sort of including everybody and there were some real highlights of the folks who were there. I thought that I thought was really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you're just like a regular person who hasn't been following the monkeys and you, you remember <laughs> the monkeys and you go and you're sitting there and you're like, who's this guy? Who's this guy singing this song? <laughs> what? These other like dudes are singing, you know, I wonder what people. This is a Mickey song. Why isn't he singing? Yeah. I wonder if people who don't follow them, I wonder what they, <laughs> they would think about that. Has anybody heard any feedback or anything like that? Just the no. feedback of the audience in the show. <laughs> they, right. they, seem to, they seem to be into it. Yeah. yeah, everyone seemed to enjoy it. I thought it was I thought it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed in Valerie um, mm-hmm. when Wayne Avers, I thought he, I mean, he did this. Mm-hmm. We saw him do the same part twice on the Flower Power Cruise. They did Valerie on the Flower Power Cruise as well. Yeah. But man, he was killing that guitar part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's the one song I, I took video of, but mm. I keep I keep forgetting. I'm gonna try to remember to send it to my sister Valerie so she can hear <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> but that was, otherwise, I just took a bunch of pictures and just enjoyed everything. So I was mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we we took quite a bit of photos and audio and video as well, and some of it I'll include in this podcast. And some of it, I mean, go to our Instagram because we've been posting what we've got on there. Um, so there's some really good clips and photos on the Instagram from the tour, If whether you're able to make it or not make it. Um, I mean, it's just fun. I mean, I, I posted a little video, you know, talking about a means lead vocal and what a great job he did. And um, then he liked it last night while I was sleeping and followed us. And I was like, oh, good. I didn't even see him on Instagram. So that's always nice. You know, I'm glad that these guys are able to see that feedback. So if you see videos of them, I mean, like, comment, because these guys are out there. There are guys who have social media, you know, it's let's give them the encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've been tagging them on stuff on Twitter and I think on Facebook and they've yeah. been liking it and retweeting mm-hmm. and, you know, they yeah, like seeing it's, it. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just a way for us to give them that feedback and encouragement, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would imagine, I, mean, I don't know this, but I would think if it was me and I was taking a lead vocal during a Mickey Dolan's concert, I might be a little nervous about it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a, the big responsibility. All the monkeys fans are there for the Mickey Dolan's concert. And now I'm singing, you know, yeah. um, now maybe they, don't, they, they may just be so used to it. It doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I like to be able to give them the props when they deserve it because they, yeah. they they did such a great job. It's a very tight band. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did um did they have to or maybe you guys have saw him recently with Coco? She she was not at this show. Did they have to redo some of the backing tracks or, or you know they had to different people doing the backing tracks since Coco wasn't there? It's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um the the lead vocal that 
um, Coco sang on the Flower Power cruise was different drum. They didn't mm-hmm. do either one of these songs on the cruise. So I'm not sure if either of these songs were originally slated for Coco and maybe, um, you know, me or Alec had to step up or if there was something else that Coco had a lead on that wasn't in the show. Or, or they had Coco's Coco do have backing vocals. That yeah. Because yeah. it sounded like there was a female voice in there sometimes. But I know that uh, both Alex and Mean can have pretty high-pitched voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So Yeah, I don't think they had any pre-recorded backing tracks in there. But not that I can tell. Probably by the time this episode comes out, people will know the answer to this because Coco will have re- rejoined the tour. Hopefully. And yeah. hopefully we'll all know the answer to this already. So it'll be point yeah. of speculation. Yeah. But I thought Amin and Alex both did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they they always do because they've mm-hmm. always been the because of, of the band. They're the ones that sing uh, back mm-hmm. up with Mickey. Mm-hmm. So at the, at the show, everybody was kind of being very uh, delicate about what was going on as far as Coco not being there. But uh, she herself just she like a couple days later posted online that she had been she had tested for COVID. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully she's back and well now at this point. But it's a little it's always it's just a little disappointing. She, it's always great to have her out there with Mickey and the fact that she couldn't make the show. Yeah. She caught COVID is a little disappointing, but. Yeah, and our heart goes out to her because on the tour she had a cast and a cane because she had broken her foot, yeah, um, or injured her foot, and then now the COVID thing. So that's no fun. So hopefully she's on the mend and and joining back up with them soon because um, we love Coco. Yes, you know, yeah. as we're recording this, it's Coco's birthday. Yes, tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah, because <laughs> today's April. We're recording this on April the fourth, and her birthday is on April the fifth. And I always remember that because it's Star Trek Day. And my <laughs> birth. End of my birthday. Yes, it's also your <laughs> and actually, I guess the anniversary of when we met Derek. Yeah, you at Coco Dolan's birthday party. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's so it's a big day for us. Yeah. So get 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 well soon, Coco. Yes. Yes. And hopefully, I I I sent along one of my monkeys, so hopefully she received that. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean the 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 concert, you know, they they started with a few songs, and then got into headquarters, and that went all the way up through Randy Scouse Git, and then they took the intermission, and then they came back um, with some with some hits, with some mm-hmm. crowd pleasers. Yeah, yeah. You know? Porpoise song was was one of them, um, mm-hmm. which I know was a big thing they were doing on the last tour.
Oh, you know what I didn't even mention though was that they did all your toys. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. was a real treat to hear that live. I'd never heard that live. It's it also kind of a nice lead-in because they did uh, "The Girl I Knew Somewhere" and "All of Your Toys" to kind of show that those were the first two songs they recorded before they started on the album. It's kind yeah. of like a lead-in to that. You probably know the story. At the beginning of the Monkees, we weren't really allowed to to play and uh, uh, write and do all the stuff on the albums. But Nez uh, kind of had a palace revolt. We did, <laughs> led by Nez, and we finally got the right to record our by ourselves, everything. Yes. And th- the name of the album we did was Headquarters, which we're kind of we're celebrating tonight. And this next song is very, very special because this is the first song that we recorded together that we were allowed to record together, just the four of us. A Nesmith tune, The Girl I Knew Somewhere. <laughs> So that, that was a treat. I mean, I thought the song selection was great. I mean, obviously, the, the headquarters section, the songs are selected mm. already, but I thought they did a good <laughs> job of, of performing them. But then after yeah. they came back from the intermission, yeah, they let off with Porpoise Song and then Pleasant Valley Sunday, which I looked over to Elaine because I knew she'd be excited about Pleasant Valley Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that seemed like when they came back from the intermission, that seemed like when more people were all of a sudden, like there were more people up and dancing. Like it mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. everybody got really excited. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they they have a great way to keep people excited during the during the break too because they yes. put up videos and they mm-hmm. did this in the they did this on the last tour and it's a really interesting selection because it's all very upbeat stuff. So they played the music video for "You Bring the Summer." There's a music video of Dolan's join Dolan's Jones voice and heart. I remember mm-hmm. the feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a clip of of uh, Mickey's cover of a uh, of a. Of a Perry Nelson song, Daybreak, which is also very kind of uppy, poppy, and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, d- doing the keeping the energy up during the break, there it was like people were, were dancing to just those songs from the videos. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was like exhausted after Randy Skousket and You Bring the Summer came on, and I just jumped right back up and started dancing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a little video of, of Veronica dancing during the intermission. <laughs> but, but you're right; that's a good way to keep the energy going, so the crowd mm-hmm. doesn't just 
sort of mm-hmm. sink back down into their chairs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember now if we were talking about this before or after, but um, we started recording, but I mean, it was a great crowd and a great high energy crowd. Yes. You, well, know? you know, usually it sort of starts off with a few people dancing and then a few, it sort of emboldens other people to get up and dance too. And then mm-hmm. by the end, it sort mm-hmm. of spills out into everybody's getting up and, and dance and having a good time whether they want to or not <laughs> sometimes just so they can see but still <laughs> yeah so we can see and not get right. blocked by people do we're not sitting in the front row uh, you want to tell your story elaine <laughs> sure why not uh well because it was like the last two songs maybe i think mm-hmm. it started people started migrating toward the stage to the front and it was not people that were sitting in the front row that were doing this. And it they was, weren't doing it on the side, so they weren't blocking people on your side. Because when I got up and danced, I even I was on the front row to the far end. I even made sure I wasn't blocking anyone. So I was like way off to the side. No. But no. These people were coming and they were like standing right up at the stage to like take pictures. And I realized I'm not gonna be able to see they're in my way. And I had the tote bag with our shirts and I turned around to Matt and I said, here. Hold my bag, and I'll march right <laughs> up to the stage and like pop my arms on the stage like this is my spot. Not going to move me, <laughs> but it worked out well. That so mm-hmm. then when everybody left, I got high fives from everybody as they left yeah. the stage at the end, so, yeah. including Mickey. Yes, ah! Mickey. Yes, I know. all of them, every single one of them. So yeah, that was that's fun. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But bags are helpful if you need your husband to hold things so you can soar into the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I uh, I enjoyed seeing the side of Elaine very forceful. And <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't the, from the place where we're up in the front. I mean, I don't know if we if it just sounded that way in particular. I I would have assumed that the whole crowd was excited. They seemed excited the moment that Mickey came on stage. They seemed excited mm-hmm. through the whole show. Uh, just the sound of the crowd sounded like they were really into it. And I, and, and so I assumed that the whole room was into it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, like, like we said before, it's the, it's the kind of crowd where a drum is getting screamed, yes, true. you know? <laughs> so like people, pe- people are into it and laughing at the jokes and watching the videos and reacting to them. Yeah. I thought the, the crowd was with it the whole time. I thought it was a great crowd and, and they, I thought they put on a great show. I mean, I've, we've seen quite a few of these now and I, this is one of my favorites, if not my favorite of the the monkeys and monkeys related shows that we've seen yeah yeah i do want to also say there was a a video that was uh, them recording the head headquarter sessions Mm. um it was mostly like clips of of them um like snapshots that Mm -hmm. they were on the video but there was some actual recording um or, or video of them not actual like hey we're talking and this is what it sounds like okay um but I really enjoyed that a lot because that wasn't something I had seen before. It was really weird seeing Mickey with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I took a picture of that picture. <laughs> well, the other thing I was excited to hear a, a good reaction to, and this is going back from the very beginning of it. This is when I knew we had a live crowd. They were they were getting excited when they announced Axis was showing the episodes uh, even before the show started. And it's like, okay, we've got a crowd here. Yeah. 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 Which is good. I mean, the, the, the performers are going to feed off that and then the crowd is going to feed off it even more. So, I mean, it, it just makes for a very fun evening yeah. when everyone's into it. You know, I, I hate when, I mean, sometimes you go to a concert and it's, if things are just falling flat, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the, the pacing doesn't seem right or, you know, 
we've talked about this when we're on stage. Sometimes you catch the audience and sometimes you don't catch it and you feel like you're just slightly off, off sync with them. But um, I love it when the, when the audience and, and the, and the performers are both into it and sort of in, on the same page and in sync. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Another highlight was Mr. Webster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very first time ever done live. Okay. Oh, wow. According to Mickey. Okay. Yeah. I'm not arguing yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just saying this. I'm this, Mickey said this on the Flower Power Cruise during his interview. And then he said it was one of his favorite songs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. it's a treat for me to hear anything that's sort of out of the usual for them to perform live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nice to hear it live and hear what they do with it. And I mean, songs to me are just different. You know, it's one thing to hear like twist and shout off of Spotify. It's a different thing to be at a fab four mm-hmm. show when they're playing Tristan stout and everyone's on their feet. Dancing yeah. to it. Like it's, a, <laughs> right. it's just a, the, the song just comes alive differently. And I think, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of songs mm-hmm. are that way. And I, I felt like, they did a good job of, I mean, like I said, they're doing all of headquarters. So that part of the, of the mm-hmm. song selections done, but I thought they did a good job of bringing those songs out. And I'm glad they did this show. I mean, yeah. it's uh mm-hmm. it's a, a fun show to do, you know, we need to do a Pisces tour next. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want to also say for Mr. Webster, they had some really great video to go along with it. Some clips from the show that went along with the song. Right. <laughs> um, and I, I don't think the, those were like intentionally went along with Mr. Webster at all. Um, but it was really fun to to see them trying to like rob a bank and <laughs> so, you know what? I don't even know that I noticed what was playing because I was like staring at Mickey while he was singing that song because mm. I loved that song so see, much. Yeah. Just get to hear him sing it. I was like I kept oh. getting distracted by the videos and I was like, wait, I need to be looking at Mickey because yeah. I can probably see these videos eventually at some point later. I need to be looking at Mickey. Why yeah. am I not looking at Mickey? I, I, well, there's something shiny going on behind him though. <laughs> Well, and I know you were excited to hear that was then this is now. Yes, because y'all said he did it. Did did you say he did it at the Fab Fest show? I was thinking it was Fab Fest. Maybe it was Nashville. He did it uh, in Nashville. Wasn't, okay, I wasn't at Nashville. And so to be honest, I don't know if the monkeys did it when it was Davy, Mickey, and Peter the last time I saw them back in 2000, whatever that was. Yeah. 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 And I don't think they did it then. And so if that's correct, then the last time I heard them sing that live was in 1987 when I saw them in concert. Or what, 86, whenever it was that I saw them back in the 80s when the song was a new song. So that was, you know, all of a sudden I was, you know, 12, 13 year old girl screaming at the monkeys again. So yeah, (laughs) that was fun. That was really fun. Thank you. 
that's awesome. I'm glad they yeah. include it for that reason. I, I mean, I like the song, but it's not one that I connect to in that way because, like, yeah. you were a big fan at the in the '80s when that was a new song, right? So I think that's great. I, I would have loved if he had done a song from Pool It. That would have just I, I might have <laughs> on the floor. I might have just been like, oh. But, Maybe I'll do the pool at tour next. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, that was then. This is now. Uh, it, it's like the band has a real good vibe on it too. I think they. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we've we've gone on and on about how good the band is, but you know, I, I think you, that's one of the particular songs that I think works really well uh, in this context. And uh, the for anyone who's going out to see the show, uh, the video screen clips are all outtakes from the original music video like they're all it's kind of just like rompy stuff that they were shooting that didn't make the final cut (laughs) Mm. yeah wow yeah i would definitely say anyone who if you don't have tickets to this show and it's coming near you um i recommend it i think this Mm -hmm. is a great show and it's one that you're not gonna it's 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 unique because it's the headquarters specifically Mm. um so I think that, you know, if you if you're on the fence, like Ghislaine, you posted, if you're on the fence about going to see the show, go, go see it. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you gotta gotta be the ones in April though. Once uh once April's all wrapped up, it's back to Mickey's other uh, his mm. standard solo show. Right. right, right. All right. Did anyone else have any thoughts they wanted to No, well, no, I'm 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 thinking about how how um, you know, cause Matt, now, Veronica, you had one on too, but you had your poncho on a lot. We had our t-shirts on, our monkey oh. around t-shirts, <laughs> yeah. and apparently there were some people that really liked our shirts and were upset that they were not being sold at the merchandise table. <laughs> <laughs> or, or there was at least one person. One, well, yeah, at least one person, but, you know. That was extremely upset. Yeah. yeah. And extremely intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find that very flattering. Yes. Because I designed the shirts and everything. Even though they were super drunk and weird. <laughs> and that lady well, still they, has a they, photo they weren't, of... they weren't touching all over you, though, because you didn't have one on. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you're out there and you find a picture of Matt Sweatman on your phone, then you might be the person we're talking about. <laughs> she, she took a selfie with me, yes. Yeah, I thought... Oh, she, I, thought I did Matt not was... know she took a selfie with you. <laughs> yeah, right? she, she, yes. She was telling me to hang on my, hang on my face a certain way. Yeah. yeah, she was posing me for a selfie. <laughs> I thought Matt was going to be signing signing autographs. <laughs> uh, must with that when Veronica Veronica and I were trying to get our picture taken with John. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to you. I was. But fine. speaking of which, <laughs> you who did you get your photos with? John Billings. I know. Yeah. Well, don't tell me. I know. I wanted to tell it. <laughs> I was there. I know. That's. I was. I was telling the, the audience oh, as well okay. when I was telling you. But you said it like John Billings. Like well, I, I know who he is. <laughs> well, they just said when we were just taking our picture of John. <laughs> That's right. John would well, be. You, you want to announce it to everyone? Okay. So Elaine and I went over and got our picture with John Billings. Yeah. And he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> If you're in Nashville, go to his go to his uh, wine bar, wine down Nashville. Yes, you can also go to the one at the airport. Apparently, they have a store in the airport too. Mm -hmm. Is that the jam one, or is that part of Wine Down? Don't they have a jam company also? I feel like they're connected. I don't know. Okay, connected somehow. The numbers are clear on that. Nashville Airport, Wine Down Nashville. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both those places. To be clear, John Billings doesn't own the Nashville Airport, but (laughs) (laughs) they do have they do have a shop there. uh i mean i thought it was fun i mean we 
Elaine got to high five everyone in the band and you guys got your photo with John Billings, who's the bass player. Mickey saying at, sang at me a couple of times. When yeah. They're dancing in the pond. Yeah, because the people on stage will react to you if you're up dancing because they like that. They like for yeah. people to be up dancing and enjoying the show and not staring out at watching everyone stare at them or stare at their phone that's staring at them. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's more fun staring to look at them the, through their phones. Yeah, it's fun yeah. to look out in the crowd and see people up on their feet dancing. I was dancing just while sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I try and do that. It doesn't work. No, no. Every time I looked over, there were more people up dancing with Veronica. First time I looked over, it was Veronica. <laughs> Next time it was two. Next time it was three. It was just, I was going to say, how many times, are we, how many people are going to be dancing for it's over? That's right. Yeah. Me, me and Derek even got up and joined in a little bit there. Yeah. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I want to go to all the concerts. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I want to be a roadie and follow Mickey around. Yeah, I don't want to be a roadie. They do work. I like to be a groupie. <laughs> there we go. I want to be a groupie. You want to be like the Grateful Dead fans, just follow them from show to show in your the deadheads. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We could be monkheads. <laughs> we'll workshop that name. No. I got, I got Wait, Andrew to hire me to do his videos. That's what else. Then I can go. There you go. There you no, go. No, Mickey's fans are ponchos. <laughs> oh okay okay we'll work on that <laughs> all right all right we'll take it down a bit fuck it up a bit get nice and mellow a you may also like this week i do because if you enjoyed um seeing amin zarukian and alex jules singing and performing at the concert they're actually in a band mm-hmm. and you can listen to their band bebop alula uh, on spotify on Bandcamp, and actually actually if you go right now because rich dart has had some medical concerns he's a drummer and so a different drummer has stepped in and the drummer who stepped in starting at the virginia beach show is ben lacourt who is the drummer for bebop alula so right now three-fourths of bebop alula are <laughs> performing in the, the mickey dolan show and they're they're a good band if you like their voices and you like their performances check out bebop alula because they have a really great band cool yeah thank you all right, Matt, where can people find more of you on the internet? Uh, well, I'm very active on the Earth Station pages on Facebook, especially Earth Station Trek, hosted by you guys. And uh, we talk a lot of Star Trek. We're watching through the original series, second season. And uh, also, uh, Elaine posts uh, comments to the episodes as we watch them. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now, how about you, Derek? Uh, Facebook, 
the mixing links, the monkeys on disc. Uh, if you, there is also a mixinglinksbook.com, which has a link to the Facebook group and some samples of the upcoming mixing links book. And that will also link you to the monkeys mixography, which is kind of just a text only version of song variations without all the extra details that we're working on. So that's where they could find me. All right, Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Monkeying Around, on Facebook at Monkeying Around, and we have a Facebook discussion group. We also on Instagram. And if you come to our Twitter page and our Facebook page, most nights I have a poll for you to pick what you would like to be a monkey song of the day. So come vote. Mm-hmm. Other voting may be over for tonight, and I'll let you know when I'm, you know, done. <laughs> <laughs> and how about us, Chuck? feltnerdy.com and earth station trek our podcast about star trek all right thanks for monkeying around thanks for monkeying around with us be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform check us out on twitter facebook and monkeyingaround.com yeah well we're recording a podcast so i gotta go okay bye this has been a broadcast of the eso network Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.